G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. And a while back I caught up with my good friend Jay John. He's an evangelist from the UK, absolutely hilarious. And as I thought I'd share that conversation with you today, I asked the question a little bit about his background uh, and uh, this is where the conversation began. Well, okay, I'm Greek Cypriot. Both my parents were Greek Cypriot, uh, and, uh, but I grew up in London and um, so I, I, when you're Greek, there's a lot of culture that's involved in your life. Uh, but when I went off as a student in London, I was a bit of an agnostic. And it was while I was a student that I met another Greek student who was a Christian. And over a period of a year, he basically introduced me to Jesus. And that was in 1975. And that totally transformed my life. Well, that it's, was, you know, life-changing. Mm, absolutely. Well, it's been wonderful to see how you've uh, preached all over the world and you've, you know, you've written books, you do a TV show, you've um, you know, preached in many different locations. How did you first get into ministry? What was the transition from coming to faith and getting into ministry? Well, what's really interesting, Matt, is that uh, I, was just, um, I was just zealous and enthusiastic for Jesus and I was just telling people about Jesus. And people said to me, oh, you're an evangelist. And I'm like, oh, what's an evangelist? And then somebody else said to me, oh, you're an evangelist. So what's interesting is I, I was just off, and then I discovered, oh, actually, there's a term for this, and it's called an evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, from that, you know, I realized I needed to do more study, and I went and studied theology, uh, and I worked in Northern Ireland, and then I worked in a church for three years, and then it was while I was working at this church that I was being invited to go and do university college missions, and so I was doing those, and I did those for about 10 years. I did 102 of those around the world. And then I um, started doing church missions, and then I started doing town missions, and then city missions. And um, yeah, and we're still doing it. And now we're still doing small meetings, and we're trying to also do meetings in football stadiums. Mm, That's wonderful. Well, I don't know if you remember this, but probably maybe 17 or 18 years ago now, I visited the UK and tracked you down. You were preaching one of your Just 10 series. I was with my uh, my brother and his wife, and we visited you just after you finished one of your sessions. And I remember going up to you and saying, Hey, Jay John, it's, it's Matt Prater from Australia. And you said, Oh, hello, Matthew. This is my friend from Australia. Everyone, they're, they're, I've stayed at their house in Australia. And you were so friendly and, and so welcoming. And, uh, and we kind of connected again. And I just was so impressed with the Just 10 series. For those who haven't heard about that, tell us all about it. Well, the Just 10 series, um, it was a God idea. It was in the year 2000, and I just felt the Lord say, uh, teach and preach the Ten Commandments. And I'd never done that before. And what's interesting, Matt, I've never, I'd never heard anyone preach on the Ten Commandments. 
So from 1975 to the year 2000, I'd never heard anyone preach on the Ten Commandments. So this was like completely new to me. And um, I did them in reverse order. And I started with coveting, how to find true contentment, and then lying, how to hold to the truth, and then stealing, how to prosper with a clear conscience. Um, And then I got people to return their stolen goods. And we would have amnesty dustbins and people return their stolen goods. And I did, I did this series 36 times. Uh, one million people attended the series. Um, and um, half a million pounds was put into the amnesty dustbins. Wow. As well as about a thousand hotel bathrobes and library books and other things. So it, all of that went to hospitals and hospices and homeless shelters. Mm. Um, and it was it was incredible because we saw so many people um, repent, make uh, restitution, um, renewal, reformation, and so many people come to Christ. It was amazing. Well, I just remember being so impacted. And I remember seeing people uh, hand in, you know, bags of drugs or money or different things yes. on the night. I thought, right. wow, this this is genuine repentance, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. And I would say, Matt, to any listeners out there who are church leaders, pastors, um, if you've never preached the Ten Commandments before, uh, I really, I urge you, I encourage you uh, to do that series for 10 weeks. Um, It'll be life transforming. And in fact, if you went onto my website, canonjjohn.com, you can download all of my talks free, you know, just and have a listen as to how I did it. And, and maybe, you know, take what you want and add your own stuff to it. It's a great website, uh, canonjjohn.com, worth having a look at. And I was actually chatting to my mum on the phone recently and saying, guess what, I'm going to interview J. John, you know, and and, and I, I joked to my mum, I said, who'd have thought, we always thought he would have been a big gun, but who'd have thought he would have turned out to be a cannon? Uh, now, <laughs> for, for those who don't know what a cannon is, can you explain to our listeners? <laughs> Well, look, the thing is, okay, so, you know, being a Christian is the first, the most important thing. But then, of course, you you need to be part of a local church. And, and I like what St. Augustine wrote. He said, you cannot have God as your father without having the church as your mother. Mm. And we've got to be rooted in the local church. And, of course, the local church has got different flavors. And... Um, as it does in England, as it does here in Australia. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of an Anglican-flavored Christian. Um, even though I minister and preach and work in many other denominations. And in the Anglican Church, um, I was kind of like, it, it's kind of like bestowed upon you um, that I'm a cathedral. So it's basically... Uh, it's got to do with authority within the church, and it's the church saying we authorize you and give you the authority uh, to be a preacher. And um, so that that's what it's really about. Well, a lot of people in Australia would have heard of uh, Nicky Gumbel from Holy Trinity Brompton, uh, and yes. uh, the Alpha Course, of course, has been, uh, you know, I've, I've probably done that 20 or 30 times myself in our church. Uh, it, people come to Christ every single time. It's it's a wonderful course. But there's a lot of uh, Anglican flavor you can see uh, coming through with the Alpha Course. Uh, but then again, uh, there, there's been a resurgence. A lot of uh, um, Anglican churches or Church of England, uh, a lot of people have gotten older in their demographic. 
but then there's a there's a real awakening among young people in the Anglican Church. Is that right? Oh yes, Matt, hugely. I mean, hugely. Uh, I, I, I think the thing is sometimes um, people's perceptions um, might be of a certain type that isn't necessarily representative of the whole thing, and there is great kind of vibrancy of faith within the uh, Church of England. Um, I mean, one one point three million people in England go to the Church of England, um, and 40% of them would be charismatic evangelical. Mm. So that's a significant percentage that are vibrant, passionate about Jesus, passionate about the Bible, and passionate about evangelism, mm. you know, just as, you know, my friend Nikki Gumbel is, and, and the incredible ministry that they have at Holy Trinity Brompton, and, and as you said, Alpha, all around the world. Mm. Now, some of our listeners would have heard of you because you've spoken at Hillsong and you've spoken at C3 Church and many of the other larger churches and conferences you've been at. But uh, uh, some of our younger listeners may have seen you because of a video that has gone viral of you explaining what does a minister do. Uh, yes. It's, it's just massive. Like I, I'm just looking at your website. It's had 12 million views on your website now when you're yes. on TBN. Uh, give us a snapshot. For those who haven't seen that video, what's, what, what's the, the answer that you give? when? I know. <laughs> well, Matt, it's, it's incredible. Honestly, the whole concept of social media blows my mind, you know, how that 12 million people would watch this little clip about me introducing what I do. Uh, the thing is, I like to be a little bit creative in explaining to people what I do. So, because if I said to them, I'm a reverend or a canon or an evangelist, that, you know, it conjures up images in people's minds. So basically, you know, I, I'm telling this lady who I'm sitting next to on an airplane uh, that I am, a, I'm basically a motivational speaker for behavioral alteration. Um, but with a bit more detail. So if you've not seen that film clip, do look it up. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. And I do have to confess, Jay John, I've watched a lot of your sermons over the years and yeah. stolen a lot of your jokes. Oh, uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt, listen to me. It's all Holy Spirit copyright. Oh, is there it? is nothing. I tell you, you know, I, it's all Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, in the end, it's all God and it's, it's from him. Let's all use it. I'm, I'm thrilled you're using it. <laughs> Particularly the one with the cat in the tree. That's my favorite one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I know. Well, <laughs> I know. The thing is, uh, Matt, it's, you know, it says of our Lord uh, Jesus that he never spoke unto them without using a parable. Mm. So he never spoke without telling a story. And, and I am a storyteller, and I like telling stories. And stories are like windows uh, and it helps people to look through and see things that you wouldn't normally see. And, um, and, and that's, you know, how I do it. I'm basically myself and I just tell Bible stories and I tell stories of life to help introduce people to Jesus. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 